today we're going to get right into our first chapter, which is top ten best jobs because it is because we literally do anything and everything in this podcast. Okay, so let's just get right into number ten, which is a broker. But it doesn't mean a stockbroker or shipping broker or basically any broker there is out there. Anyone who has seen The Wolf of Wall Street knows what, I'm talk- knows what I'm talking about here. He is a broker. It's a very stressful life, fast pace. Some people love it, some people hate it. But anyway, they make mega, mega amounts of money. They, they make upwards of 100000 a year, which is quite a lot of money. And it's a lot more than I make a year. I feel kind of sad saying that. So getting a little bit more interesting, number nine is a record producer. So a high-end record producer who like signs a lot of high-end people or f- famous people. They make literally millions a year. Just look at DJ Khaled. All he does is yell his own name. And he makes billions for that. Not billions, millions. Okay, now number eight is a YouTuber. I know this one might, might seem a bit weird, but in reality, YouTubers make millions a year. Just look at Jake, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, or PewDiePie. They make, they're making literally millions a year. Oh, the catch of this one is you do have to have a lot of subs. And you do have to have a lot of viewers, which kind of sucks for me because I don't have a lot of subs on my YouTube channel. That's why I quit it pretty much. But still, if you have a lot of subs, then it is, lot, it is worth doing it. So one at number seven is a trader. But it doesn't mean like a stock trader. It's, like, it's a bit like number 10, but slightly different. Unlike a, unlike a broker, a trader is the one who actually, ba- who actually contacts the broker and asks to buy and sell the stocks. So a tra- so they make they can make massive money but they can also lose massive money because the way the stock market is, you can literally go it's literally go in any direction. Or can either make you a billionaire or make you like or make you like minus millions. Almost, it's a very risky life, but if you're up to that risk, then you can make a mega amount of money. I'm talking billions. And now number six is one that you probably know because it's how you're listening to this here and it's a podcaster. So a, a podcaster is pretty much like a, a cross between a YouTuber and a radio um, a radio character. Pretty much they make, they, they make a ton of money between ad revenue, Patreon and donations. I think and they can make that means podcasters pretty much live in the highlights. So, if you if your show gets a hundred thousand views per episode, then you can make making like you know four, 40 grand per episode, or forty thousand forty thousand per episode even. Okay, not right. In number five is a lawyer. So a lawyer gets paid mega 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 bucks for what they do. Basically, a lawyer is someone who fights for you if you per se kill someone, which I can't say I haven't done myself. Lol. And they also fight for you if someone's committed a crime against you. On the average, so the average wage for a lawyer is one hundred thirty thousand four hundred ninety dollars a year, which is way more than I make a year because I'm poor. Lol, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry now. Okay, let's just get right into number four, which is a surgeon. A sur- okay, so you you probably already know what a surgeon is. It's pretty much someone who cuts you open and fixes you. They can make they can make mega they can make millions a year. Actually, no, not millions. They make upwards of two hundred ninety-seven thousand a year. But if you're a neurosurgeon, you can make even more than that, like double that or triple that. Oh, the problem with a surgeon is 
a surgeon has to be has to be very careful because they are literally dealing with your your life and de- life and death in their physical hands. And one wrong move, one wrong move can be the difference between a successful operation and an unsuccessful operation. I know when I did my I get as a minor operation done, I was terrified because I didn't trust my surgeon to be to like actually stay be good at. Thankfully, he was very good at his job. And I'm I'm still alive now, obviously, because I'm sitting here recording this podcast for you. Okay, okay, let's just quick, let's get to number three, which is one I'm pretty sure a lot of you want to be to do sometime, which is a goalkeeper or a goalie, whatever you want to call it. But I guess I mean a goalie for a football team, not a hockey goalie, although they can make mega bucks too. David, they, they, if you're a goalie for like a team like Manchester United or Liverpool, but I don't know why you're performing for Liverpool, they suck. You can be making mega, mega, mega bucks and talking millions and, and millions. Unfortunately, if you if you're not good enough, then you can be gone in the team in a second, and that can that can be very annoying if you're relying on your main job. And so we're nearly on number one spot, and number two is an anaesthetist. An anaesthetist makes around one hundred seventy three thousand pounds a year. So an anaesthetist, I can't pronounce that word. It's basically it's basically someone who makes you fall asleep when you're going for an operation. To be an anaesthetist, you need to have a degree in chemistry, physics, biology, and probably math or something. And then you have to also have a doctor's degree and all that stuff. So it can be, it can be around five to ten years of study, roughly. Although it it does pay off. You make mega bucks. But but uh, but uh, if it, that'd be very careful because if they don't get you to sleep right, and they just numb, they just make you freeze. But really, you feel every pain. That can get ugly, just in a few instances of guys that happening to people and then killing themselves and all because of that, which is kind of sad. So finally, we're on number one spot here, which is probably the most common way to become a millionaire, is an entrepreneur. So an entrepreneur is a tiny bit like a stock trader, because, but instead of buying and selling digital stocks and shares, they're buying and selling physical items, like Alan Sugar, who's sold computers or get landlords or entrepreneurs. Anyway, an entrepreneur can literally make millions or even billions a year. Just look, I mean, a few famous entrepreneurs are obviously, like I mentioned, Alan Sugar. He's making, he's living the highlights. I think he's worth a few million or billion even. Well, the problem with an entrepreneur is you do need a lot of startup money, which which can be hard for some people. Okay, so that's, that's it for our list. If I'm honest, some of these jobs seem very tempting to me and I am tempted to take them. But if Martin, I'll just stick with being a podcast. I'll just stick with being a podcaster, and stay. In, I'll stay in school and get and get a decent job instead of one of these ones. But still, if you're into one of these jobs, and you might want to try it out because they do pay mega bucks. And if you're good at these skills, like for example, you're very good at chemistry, biology, and physics, you might want to come a naivetist, or if you're very good at maths or trading, you might want to come a stock trader. But still, you need to be, you need to be aware of the risks of these jobs. Okay, so now we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're, I'm going to discuss the school system and how you don't actually have to go to school. So stay, so stay tuned for that. And, I'll see, and yeah, stay tuned forever. Bye. Hello and welcome back to Everything, everything and Everything. So, okay, now I'm going to discuss... So before the break, we, we discussed the, the, most top, the top 10 most amazing jobs ever. And now, like I said before break... 
Now we're going to talk about the school system and how you don't actually have to go to school. And I know that sounds fake, but it's actually very true. Okay, so a lot of you may have heard of homeschooling before. I know I've heard of it. I re- but the problem is with that there are a lot of parents can't do it. Uh, but there is a version of homeschooling that's called unschooling, which is where you this kid, the child follows no curriculum whatsoever. They learn their own things. And a lot of parents might think, a lot of parents can't do that because they have, full, they have full-time jobs or some other reason. But but there is thankfully there is a school version here and they're called Sudbury Schools. So basically a Sudbury School is a school that has literally no curriculum. And the children are given responsibility over, over their own actions. So a child has this responsibility to learn and that, I think, and everything else in school, pretty much. Okay, so I'll basically set the scene of how I came across these here. So I was on, the, I was on Google, and I, and I, was playing, I was playing for Call of Duty, and I, got, I started realising how crushingly empty, crushingly empty life is. So I decided to start looking at my human rights. I found item 26. The right, no, is that item 26? I'm not sure. Anyway, I read about, apparently I'm supposed to be receiving full-time education, uh, from regular school or otherwise, when I googled or otherwise, I found out about Sudbury schools pretty much. So, when I was, let's get into more detail about Sudbury schools. A Sudbury school is, is in a Sudbury school, you have responsibility over, over your own actions, like I said before, but also you have literally all the students, all the students are actually equal, equal, so like, so I thought. So a seven-year-old student is no is is just the same equality as a twelve-year-old student. Another thing that shocked me is that in a Sudbury school, all the students have the same power in school as a staff member. That means that when it comes to expel, expelling someone or or suspending someone, a five-year-old student's vote is just as equal as a staff member's vote. So if a five-year-old student decides to expel someone. Like or votes expel someone, and the teacher votes not to. That five-year-old student's vote could change the system. I just find that crazy. Although the problem, although the problem with these Sudbury schools, is that they are very expensive. I think there are. I think the average fee for a Sudbury school, for a parent to send a kid there, is around four to nine thousand pounds a year. But if you look into it, the government is actually spending around four to nine thousand pounds a year. For per student, so if the government wanted to, they they could literally actually fund Sudbury schools, and they would not be paying a single penny more than they actually do. But unfortunately, that wouldn't happen unless we organise a giant protest, which I'm not willing to. It sounds like a lot of work, and I've got a lot of heist to do. And uh, but thankfully, there is a, f- a version of Sudbury schools that the government does fund, and those are called charter schools. So you might be wondering, what is a charter school? Well, a charter school is a bit like a Sudbury school, but it's funded like the government, like I said. And basically, instead of doing ordinary lessons like maths and English and science, they make, some of them focus on one subject. So, if, for example, you might find a Sudbury school that's all about teaching science. You might find another one that's all about teaching music or another one about art. There's all different types. And there actually, there actually is a different version of Sudbury schools. There's tight there's ones before you use you basically pretty much just work on a computer at home or there's giant brick and mortar school where you know kids wear uniforms and they might even go to school on a Saturday. 
and the everything in between and start from YouTube video. The primary subway schools is some of them you have to be very careful of them because some of them aren't exactly some of them have a very high risk level as some as in for example they work from home computer ones. They apparently children's math and reading scores are, are much lower while in some subway schools it's the children's math and reading scores might be way higher. So it's sort of a grey area and it can be very it can be very hard to, to describe. Okay, I'm going to stop now because I'm pretty sure your brains have about exploded, no mine is. So pretty much the conclusion is, subway schools and charter schools are great, but they're, possibly, but they're both very hard to get into. They're, they're, very, they're very expensive and unfortunately they're very rare. Okay, I'm going to take again another break now. But when I come back, I'm going to discuss why I think I need therapy because my nightmares are getting really dark. Stay tuned for that, and I'll see you in a minute. Hello, and welcome back to Anything and Everything. Okay, now before the break, I discussed how I'm going to, I'm going to talk about how my nightmares are really dark and how I need therapy, and that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. So recently, I started taking keeping track of my nightmares, and I've realised half these nightmares are not normal to have. Okay, let's just start. Let's just start with probably the least scary one. Okay, so one time I had a nightmare. I was in this house, and it was like a, gi- a giant old-fashioned house, and there was this guy coming after me, a monster. But that monster, I couldn't see. And then when it ended, I found out something. The monster was my fucking teacher. I know it's kind of, that's kind of messed up like and the thing is he's actually a teacher who I ha- who's actually really nice to me who's actually really nice well you know it's actually not my current school teacher it's a teacher from primary school but it was actually one of my favourite teachers actually no it wasn't oh no he, he doesn't I'm thinking of the wrong teacher but anyway it would like you can't imagine this te- if you know this teacher you can't imagine them being like this and it was kind of messed up also, but in a way, it wasn't my teacher. I'm not going to go into too much detail about this, but it was half my teacher and half not. It has it has similar habits ways, you know. The monster was it sort of attracted me. It sort of attracted me towards it. The fact that it was very nice, you know, I felt safe around it. But then it just turned into this evil monster. So that's kind of scary. Yeah, but okay. Now I'm going to talk. Going to the next one. And this is where this is where it starts to get to the point that I feel like I need therapy. So I had this nightmare one time that a lot of you may not have heard of these here before, but there's these things in the deep web that can be very dark and they're pretty much like hard, pretty much like really gruesome horror stories. I had a nightmare that I, that I was watching one of those live, but like actually in the same room as him, and it honestly was terrifying. Because I can, I literally had no control over watching this. I was just watching it, casually. So, so pretty much what happened in the story was I don't want, I don't want to scare you too much, but basically, there's there's this there's this guy, and he had a ton of he had a ton of people, and he was brutally murdering them. And I and I was sitting there watching, and I didn't even do a single thing, and I felt like I could have done something, but I didn't, and it just really messed me up, like. Because when you know you can save someone's life, but you didn't choose to, it, it can sort of mess you up. Like, it didn't mess me up personally, like that much, really, but 
it did mess me up like for for a while and when I woke up I was kind of freaking out and I real and I looked it up and I realised the only point there's a YouTuber who's had trees like this before you might know her the Gabby show um and I thought and she she's talked about she said about how she looked it up and apparently if you have these nightmares you need therapy well she didn't actually look it up but she did her friends did tell did tell her that these dreams were not normal and I realised from talking from like from looking up that my, these dreams I'm having are not normal. And so I'm literally freaking out now because I have no idea if I'm having these dreams for. Okay, so okay, so this is the part, this is the last one tough for now, and it is the most gruesome one ever. Okay, this isn't this, is, this isn't actually my story, but it's it's actually a story I heard I heard from someone else. Okay, so they were in their they were in their bed one they're in their bed one night, and they woke up in the middle of the night. But I'm not sure they really they're in that state where you're half awake, half asleep, and they felt someone grabbing them, like choking them. And they turned around and they heard a door slam, and then they didn't wake up, but they didn't not wake up. You know what I mean? I think this is actually my mum's story. No, it isn't. No, it's just someone. It's not. It's not my mum's story. It's someone else's story. I don't know why I got my mum from that. I don't know. Why I, know I don't know why I know it's my mum's story. But anyway, that happened, and honestly, it was scary as hell when I found out. But I was, a ch- and I realised I had the same type of thing happen to me very a few months ago, and it was honestly terrifying. And I just want to say, I although thankfully it hasn't happened to me since, and hopefully it never happens to me again. Although it probably will, because it's just life. Hello and welcome back again. Okay, I know, I know, um, I might have said this before the break, or I might not have. I know I might have said before the break that I was going to talk about the music industry, but I'll change my mind. I want to talk about donations and why you can, if you want to donate to this channel, what I can do. Okay, so, as you know, a lot of podcasters have donation buttons on their podcast. I'm going to have one of those very soon, because that way you can support this podcast and make a, and all that money will go straight towards better equipment. <laughs> Um, but that mean I'm talking better microphones, better audio quality, better software, more frequent uploads, better uploads, maybe some collaborations with some famous people, and all that stuff. Or you could also you could also sign up to our Patreon page. Or the good thing about Patreon is it's a monthly fee, but you're gonna get you'll get some exclusive content that some of the other um, clients or people who watch my podcast don't don't have access to. So you might get early access, new podcast ideas, early access to podcasts in the future, podcast future podcast clips, or even the ch- in the chance to win a giveaway that I might do someday. If I, but I probably won't. Oh yes, another thing that donations go to. If we if we reach a thousand pound in donations, I will give away a free pair of Apple AirPods, so you can listen to podcasts on them. So just keep that in mind. Also, I want to talk about how, how you know help help like support the podcast. Sorry, the audio quality is a bit bad this time because I'm actually recording this for phone earphones. But you can like if you support the podcast, literally it will change the podcast. It will change the podcast forever, and you will even get shout outs for the first ten people who donate over ten pounds. Now, um, I'm not sure if you, if you can afford to do that or not. 
But even if you just watch the podcast and share it with your friends, that's still supporting it way more than I, than I could ever, like, you know, thank you for, really. And, but anyway, if you want to support it by donating, please do, because it really helps me out. Well, it doesn't really help me out, but it really helps the podcast be better, and it makes the podcast a lot more pleasurable to listen to, rather than this horrible recording that I'm trying to do on my phone. But, I want to say... Thank you for watching anyway. I'm going to end the episode here, even though I promised an hour, because I, don't, because I know it's going to get very boring if I just keep talking. So thank you so much for watching. Make sure to check out the Facebook page and DM us any ideas for the podcast. We try, I try to read all the DMs, but I can't. And thank you so much for watching. I'll see you in the next one.